0: Welcome to a new episode of the 8 to 5 Multiplier, where I will go through my daily journey through financial freedom while working an 8 to 5 job and raising a family. Your host, Daniel Chang. Hey everyone to this new episode. I'm really, really excited today not because I'm gonna be talking about my day job. I don't think there are many people excited because of that. I think it's more about the journey and how I was able to arrive, where am I? Uh, I'm trying to remember like seven years and even longer, like 10 years from now, I I was thinking like by myself is like, how how did I end up over here? Like in my wildest dreams, I could have ever thought I'm gonna be where I'm currently at. And I think that's where I'm really excited, and I would like to share with you. So as I mentioned before, I I started uh, in college here in the US. My major was in accounting, but I also did more majors. It took me five years to finish college. I was trying to figure out what to do. So at the end, and I think I probably overextended, I ended up with a degree in accounting, information systems, management, and international business. So definitely, yeah, I did a lot over there. Uh, Previous to that, I spent almost three years studying electrical engineering before I switched to more of a business type of major. But being over here in the US as an international student, kind of my only option was to be a good student. I mean, the only thing that I was able to do over here was study. And for that, I said my only option is because I needed to find a job, basically going through that same ladder that a lot of people are being thought of, saying, hey, you have to study, get a good job, work hard, and hope that you can retire. And aside from that, my parents were also paying for my tuition, at least for the first couple of years. And as if you know, or if you probably don't know, international students usually pay about three times more than a regular student in tuition. So definitely that was a huge hurdle for my parents uh, from Ecuador, where the minimum salary, I think is between $350 to $400 a month. So imagine from a place that it costs that much. They were paying my tuition that it was almost like $10,000 a term. That's about 30 or so thousand dollars every year. And that was almost like five, six, seven years ago when I started um, college. Now, of course, it's more expensive to that. So imagine if you were to think $30,000 a year where a regular person who works a regular job in Ecuador can make about $3,000 a year. That's 10 times more. So definitely I felt that I had to make the most from my study. That's why I went through so many majors because I didn't want to let my parents down. They were putting a lot of investment over there. They put a lot of savings that they say, hey, they value a lot of education. I and am, I am really proud to tell them, hey, I was able to uh, finish my degrees. These are all the degrees because I knew that that's gonna make them really happy because that's where they spend the money and they want to make sure that all their kids are provided after they are educated. But kind of going through all of that, I say, okay, well, I'm gonna study hard. And I did all of that in college. The next step is, okay, get a good major. Well, I didn't want to go just on management, so that's why I choose accounting with information systems. I say, well, if something happens, there's always gonna be accountants that are needed. So definitely, I'm going to go with that major. It's like a safe major, right? And I really like IT, so that's why I mix it with information systems. And after that, I was able to go to the next step, land a great job. So I work right now as an IT auditor, and I work for what it's called the big four companies. There are four companies that are the biggest ones around the world. For the one that I work, I think they have a little bit more 20, 25,000 employees just in the U.S., and definitely they work with most of the 100 Fortune companies. It's a really great place to start. It's also very demanding. We work with all these fast-paced companies. They expect a lot from us, and we also expect a lot from them. From that perspective, I went to the next step. We're saying, okay, well, after you find a job, work harder. So... There are times where I'm working 10 or even like there are busy, busy times that I work 15 hours a day. So definitely I'm putting a lot of hard work over there. Of course, I'm paid salary, so that's when things don't match up, but that's a different discussion. And then kind of after I work harder, do that for many years and hope that I can retire, right? That's that's kind of the path that everyone is telling every. Single student, hey, go to college, do that path, and how you can retire and be happy after that. So I believe in all those things, especially after that pressure that I knew that my parents were paying so much for college that I said, hey, if they're paying for much for college, I'm just going to do all these things because I want to make them happy. But now it has been five years that I've been working at the same company. And there was a point, I would say, most likely when I have those 15 hour shift days, where I ask the question of why to myself, why I'm doing all these things. Uh, Basically, kind of trying to think more about what's the purpose of life. Just not thinking about like, hey, I want to buy these things. I want that vacation. Aside from the material things, is what you want to accomplish in life. Like what I'm doing over here, what do I want to be? And what do I want to accomplish? So those are kind of the questions that I start asking myself in terms of, hey, working hard is good. I mean, you're always going to have to work hard for whatever thing you want to achieve. But I think that working hard for the right goals, I believe, is not just working hard because you want money. I think that's not the path that anyone should be following. If you're following the money, it is going to get you some time where you're not going to be happy. It doesn't matter how much money you have. I think that money will come in time. It's more about the things that you're doing right now that defines you as a person and will make you happy. And that's where I start looking and saying, well, If everyone is telling me, do this path, work, and hopefully you get retired, I realize, well, they're telling me that because they're either on that path and that's their experience and that's what they're trying to do or they already accomplished that. And the other part is that that's the average person. If we go over there and we talk about like this path or what to do, let's say, for example, I'm a college student and I go and survey a thousand people hey, and I ask them, what should I be doing? They're probably going to tell me, hey, study hard, get a job, hopefully retire, right? That's why I'm saying that's the average response if I go and survey all those people. Now, if the average response give me that, if the average people give me that average response, that means that that response also have a high and also have a low The law will be probably, hey, probably you don't get a degree, you don't have a job, and probably you're really bad. Just talking about financially, there's so many other factors over there personally. I'm focusing more from the financial perspective because I think that's where a lot of people focus when they tell you, go to school, have good grades, land a job, and then retire. I think most of the focus are financial. So from that financial perspective, I'm saying, okay, well you have that average, you have the low, what's the high? I want to learn what's the high because I don't want to be an average person. Everyone is telling me all these things because everything is like average. But I want to know what's the high. Is the high working for someone else? Is the high owning my own business? What's that high that not many people are in that circle? And that's when I realized, hey, The only way for me to figure out who are that circle of high demand, like if we call it like that way, is figure out where those people hang out. Because if I go where the average hang out, they're going to tell me all these things because that's what the average people think. Now, if I figure out places, and I think now technology helps us so much on that, figure out where I can find a mentor. Where I can find groups, for example, just go to Facebook. There's so many Facebook groups target to people who want to start their own business, be entrepreneurs, um, just be, be better to themselves, right? So you can go to those groups and that's when you have people that realized, hey, I don't want to be average. I want to be more than that. And that's when you start finding these people that are outside of your regular average group, that you should try to model them. You should try to learn from them. You should be asking questions. And after all of that, most likely you're gonna fail because success is never a one-time thing. It's never the first thing that is gonna happen to you. You're gonna fail because there's still gonna be a lot of lessons to be learned. And that's what happens to me. I'm still in that constant look for people who are out there that I want to model. I want to be like them, what they have done, what I can learn from their mistakes. So I don't do those mistakes, probably do other mistakes, but I learn from that. And after I learn from all those mistakes, I can be successful. But here's the other part that sometimes people miss when you say, hey, okay, go over there, figure out who are those people, model them, learn fail, come back, fail again, come back until you're successful. Well, a lot of people end up in that circle. Well, they fail, they try, it. they fail again, they fail again, they fail again, and then they give up. The reason why a lot of people keep failing and they're not able to find success is because they never went all in. You have to go all in. Basically, you have to convince yourself that you're able to achieve that goal. I think we've spent so many years since childhood and then when you're a teenager and then when you are an adult and going to college, you've always been around that average thinking where, hey, you should be doing these things because everyone is doing it. So when you try to do something different, sometimes you say, well, I'm gonna do this thing different, but I'm gonna have a plan B because I don't know if that actually gonna work. Well, that means you're not going all in. If you're not going all in, how are you going to be successful? If you're not trying to say, hey, I'm going to change my entire path. I don't want to be an average. I want to be a high performer. I want to be like this other person. I want to be that successful. Well, that person was successful because they made a choice. They say, hey, I'm going to make this change. I'm going to be in a different path than the average and I'm not gonna look backwards. And that means going all in through that, and that's when you're gonna be able to find success after a couple of failures. Because you say, hey, I fail, but I know that I will be successful doing this path. I'm not gonna look back. I'm gonna keep walking forwards. And that's why it keeps me really, really excited because that's my journey. I was able to be successful and then fail and then realize things that only time and only self-assessment will tell you. Like how many people think backwards of saying, hey, what I am doing over here in life? Why I go like wake up like at six in the morning every day, dress up, go to work, follow instructions of what people are telling you what to do, finish your day at 5 or 6 p.m., go back home probably 7 or 8 p.m., have dinner, watch a movie or something, talk with your wife, look at your kids, go to sleep, do that again for basically five days out of the seven days of the week. And then when weekends come, you're so excited because that's the only time that you have for your family and your hobbies and your own self. Well, what about the other five days, right? So that's where a lot of people sometimes don't take time to say, hey, I'm going to just take 30 minutes today to internalize, who am I? So ask ask that question to yourself, who you are and what you want to achieve. So I hope you enjoyed this, this podcast and hope I can see you tomorrow with a new episode and a new topic on machines and humans. That will be great. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to another episode of the 8 to 5 Multiplier, where I will go through my daily journey to financial freedom while working an 8 to 5 job and raising a family. We'll see you tomorrow.